After the Blues' awful loss against the Arizona Coyotes, do you think the Blues will be able to defeat the defending Stanley Cup champions in tonight's contest? Well, we're going to discuss that, but I think maybe yes. And this is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Lockdown Blues. And I am your host of Lockdown Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, where I talk to you all things about the St. Louis Blues here, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Unfortunately, with the St. Louis Blues, there is a lot that they need to work on, but they have this really strange pattern, which I've just accepted at this point, which I will talk about in the final bits of today's episode. What I will be talking about is the Blues are going to be taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So I will be doing my pregame show analysis of that. The Blues had an awful loss against the Arizona Coyotes. I jokingly said that this was going to be a 6 nothing shutout in Arizona's favor. Um, and luckily it wasn't as bad, but it was still pretty bad. So a lot to discuss on today's episode of Locked on Blues. But just a reminder, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, Make sure to do that. We're almost at 800 subscribers, which is absolutely huge. Um, I know all of us that rep the Blue Note are all around the world. So it's really cool meeting so many people that love the St. Louis Blues. And that makes me happy. Before I dive into today's episode, I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The Blues are taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And you would be thinking, Haley, why are you talking about this before you're talking about maybe the loss of the Coyotes? Well, that's in the past, okay? (laughs) Right now, all I'm thinking about is my St. Louis Blues getting ready to take on the defending Stanley Cup champions. I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, now I said that I think there is a chance that the Blues can beat them and any given team can win on any given day. So that's why for some reason, maybe in my delusional head right now, I'm thinking, hmm, maybe the Blues, they do have a chance for tonight's uh, game, but it still makes me nervous. Um, it definitely is a huge topic of this weekend's game against the Coyotes and where that went wrong. And I will be touching on that. But right now, I just want to focus on this game. And then later on in the episode, I will touch on the awful loss of the Yotes. So here's the projected lineup for today's, what I say today, tonight's game. It is the late game tonight. So it definitely will be a blues after dark, which we don't get that often. It's at 9 p.m. Um, time. So. We're at T-Mobile Arena out in Las Vegas. And for their second game, it is Wednesday here at 8 p.m. at Enterprise. So I like these kind of back and forth games. I think those are really fun. But at the same time, the Blues don't do well when they travel. So I'm not expecting much. I'm expecting something. I'm not going to give up. Maybe. Okay, here we go. Projected lineup for the forwards for the Blues tonight We have Robert Thomas's line, and he will be winged by Pavel Buchnevich, 
and Jake Neighbors. I love this line. I've said this before. I think Neighbors has really blossomed, and I'm happy that uh, Coach Berube is sticking with it. On the second line, we have Captain Braden Shen, and he will be winged by Kevin Hayes and Jordan Cairo. I think Hazy does a lot better when he is a winger than he is a center. So this is another good adjustment that Berube has made. Jordan Cairo, the one thing I will say about him is he needs to stop turning pucks over. He sometimes get a little sloppy on the ice with his puck control or lack of. So that's one thing from Cairo that I want him to fix, and I'm sure he is working on it. Okay. On the third line, we have Oscar Sunquist, and he is winged by Braden Saad and Kasperi Kapanen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The That's not a huge surprise, but I'll tell you what I think I should tweak, or if I were Coach Ruby, what I would do. And then on the fourth line, we have Nick Tika, Alexandrov, and he is winked by Alexei Torchenko and Sammy Blay. I personally, okay, I would switch out Kapanen and Blay. I think Blay would be really good on that third line. I think that he plays quite well of Sonny. So I would tweak that. Other than that, I like the forwards. I think that's pretty solid for what it is. On defense, our first pair is Nick Letty and Colton Pareko. And then our second pair is Tori Krug and Justin Folk. And then finally on the third pair, it is Marco Scandella and Scotty Perunich. I think Scotty P and Tyler Tucker, both are kind of playing the same this season. I'm not seeing one guy play better than the other. So what I'm expecting for a chief to do is have Scotty. Obviously, he's going to be in this game on Monday. On Wednesday, I would put Tyler Tucker in. And that tonight, no surprise, it is going to be Jordan Bennington. I feel like that isn't a shocker in any way. You're playing the defending Stanley Cup champion, so you need to put your best guy forward, which is exactly what the Blues are doing. The Golden Knights scare me. (laughs) Um, They scare me quite a bit. Why do they scare me? Well, besides them winning the Cup last season, they've – also been having a phenomenal season. They led this season, by the way, with a record of 11-0-1. That is unbelievable. They took their first loss, regulation loss, in Anaheim. And Vegas, honestly, they've been kind of on the – I don't want to say they've been playing a little bit worse, but they're definitely not showing their huge strengths. I think with the Golden Knights, though – There is a dynamic to that team that I don't think the Blues have. I think Vegas, obviously, they have very good goaltending. Their whole story last year of having six goalies that season and uh, being able to utilize Aiden Hill and be this successful really shows that their developmental and their scouting and everything about them has been phenomenal. While I do think that Jordan Binghamton is one of the best goalies, I mean, I'm a little biased, okay? I do think that Aiden Hill is somebody so special. And for some reason, I can't see past the fact that the Golden Knights, they have great offense, great defense, great special teams, okay? Their power play unit's phenomenal. Their PK unit's amazing. And they also have a couple of our former players, okay? which also, you know, it tears up the heart just a little bit. Um, 
but I think that this will be a really good game between the two teams. I do think, though, that, um, you know, they have Ivan Barbashev. And um, what can I say? I loved Ivan when he was here on the Blues. And then former captain Alex Petrangelo. I know. So it definitely is one of those games where there's going to be a lot of emotion. It's a little bit different than O'Reilly. I feel like Ryan O'Reilly is just so universally, like, well-liked. And he's such a dynamic player. But we all, I think, know that the Preds, I mean, they did beat us badly. But I think that the Golden Knights, they really could potentially get a back-to-back cup. And I think that for playing them, two different games, you have an opportunity, four points max. Can you get the Knights to overtime? Can you at least draw out a couple points? And that's my big question. What is the goal? Obviously, the goal is to win. But let's be realistic here in Lockdown Blues. Would it be such a bad thing if you split with Vegas? Would it be a bad thing if you got one point going to OT? I realistically could see the Golden Knights getting all four of these points. But as I mentioned, there is a really strange pattern, okay? And this pattern doesn't make sense. It's not a pattern that many people can understand. I think all of us here at Blues Nation know firsthand how frustrating this has been. But at the same time, this is just how the Blues hockey is going to go this season. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Robert Thomas could score 50 goals in the Blues. They could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick guys like Jordan Binghamton, Joel Hofer, Justin Folk, Kevin Hayes, Robert Thomas, you name it, um, while recording more or less than your sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to completely correct the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nailing your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Obviously, the Blues had a really bad 4-1 loss against the Arizona Coyotes and there is no hiding that. There is no excuses for a loss as big as that one was. But one thing I will say about this podcast is we tend to be a little bit negative as a fan base when it comes to losing to the Coyotes. And let me just remind you, the Coyotes are not this awful team. I collaborated with Robin from Locked on Coyotes, and we talked about this in the last time that these two teams played. It's very inconsistent. These teams are both two and two against each other this season. And it's always a competitive game. I don't know if I would say that this was a competitive game as much as the Coyotes really dominated St. Louis off the bat. In the first period alone, the Coyotes were able to score three goals. 40 seconds into the game, 15 minutes into the game, 
I mean, not 15 minutes, 15 minutes into the period. And then finally, within the final 30 seconds. Now, you might be wondering, Hale, were the Blues attempting to score? Yes, unfortunately, they had 32 shots as to the Yotes having 22. So the Blues were definitely putting up some uh, pucks. They just didn't go behind the net, okay? The one goal that the Blues got was in about nine minutes into the third period, and that was by Brandon Saad, and that was assisted by Oscar Sundquist and Nick Letty. Nick Letty is a name that I feel like we have not talked a lot about here on Locked on Blues. I know that this might sound a little bit uh, maybe passive aggressive. I don't know. Nick Letty hasn't stuck out for me. I'm a huge Nick Letty fan. Love Nick Letty, but this season I feel like he's been invisible. And it's shown. I feel like in general, when it comes to the St. Louis Blues, there's been certain players that you're not surprised that you haven't heard much about them. And I feel like that is the most frustrating part. Nick Letty, so far this season, I mean, listen, two goals, five assists, seven points. Not the best. Okay. Well, then you have guys like Sammy Blay, one goal, five assists. Scotty P. Two assists. Tyler Tucker, one goal, one assist. Marcus Candela, two assists. And then you get to other guys like Barzuzo, who, does he have anything? No. He does not. And Alexandrov, nothing. That's what I'm saying. That's why this uh, fourth line, I understand Baruby's trying to change it up. If guys are not producing... You need to give other players an opportunity because right now this is just very sloppy hockey. Obviously, Robert Thomas still leads the St. Louis Blues with points, with 23 points. Jake Neighbors leads the Blues with goals, with nine. And I am so impressed with Jake Neighbors, especially the amount of improvement, the amount of development that he has put in. Jake Neighbors is one of those players that I told you from the very beginning would surprise many, and he just needed some of that time to adjust to the NHL. Obviously, you know, you're going from your juniors team, you're going to the AHL, um, you know, in Springfield, obviously, Thunderbirds, and then you're going up to the NHL. You need some time to improve. So I think Jake Neighbors has been doing a really good job and deserves more credit for that. And, of course, our boy Robert Thomas, again, leads the Blues with assists, 15 assists. So you might be wondering, Haley, is he doing it again? Yes, he only has eight goals compared to his 15 assists. He's an assisting machine. What can I tell you? But I said, all I wanted from Robert Thomas this season was try to get some more goals. And while I don't think he's going to compete with the amount of assists that he gets, I will say that I am still very impressed with the amount of goals that he's been having. Jake Neighbors, on the other hand, he is a goal machine and he does not have many assists this season with only one. But at the end of the day, as long as you're getting pucks in the back of the net, I could care less if you're making those assists. Obviously, I want guys on the team to be good playmakers, and that is very important. But you have Jake Neighbors with nine goals, RT with eight, Pavel Buchnevich with eight, Schenner, he has eight, and then you go Hazy has five, Saad has five, Kairu only has four. He does have 11 assists, so I will give him that. That is good. If you can make up for your lack of scoring with assists, fine. I will take that. Alexei Trochenko has four goals, three assists. Parago, four goals, two assists. 
Kapanen, three goals, five assists. Sonny only has two goals, but he does have eight assists. As I mentioned, the players like a Sammy Blay, a Tyler Tucker, a Justin Folk, um, Scotty P, Scandella, they've all just been quiet this season, and that is not like them. I wanted some more action, but I think this just goes to show that Dougie A really messed up with all these no trade clauses. He really did because it is not good. Even Vanra, um, obviously, I know he hasn't played as many games as some of the other guys, but still, I mean, 17 games played, two goals, four assists. You need to do better, and that is the thing. And that's why you're seeing a guy like Jake Neighbors who was not even on the first line, who was not even on the second line, who was a third-line player getting rewarded with being on the first line because he is the least producing. So I feel like that is something that's very beneficial to not only St. Louis, but to the Thunderbirds because it is just showing that their development with the AHL level is definitely paying off, and that is a huge thing. Before I dive deeper into this pattern, I want to tell you about my friends over at Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you could do all of that with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Insist, Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it is so easy to use, and I'm able to find everything I need as soon as I go on the site. And especially my favorite feature is instant match. And that is why I will always choose Indeed's. So candidates you invite apply through the instant match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who see it in search, according to the U.S. Indeed data. Indeed knows what you're, that when you're growing your own business, you need to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. So this is what I need you to do. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Current cost per application pricing is not available for everyone. Need a hire. You need Indeed. Indeed you do. I just love saying that at the end. Okay. There is a pattern with the St. Louis Blues. A pattern that I think we've all figured out. They win, they lose, they win, they lose. What is this pattern? How can the pattern be broken? I don't know because I don't have the answers. I'm not Coach Berube. I'm not Dougie A. But what I can tell you is this. When you're going against the defending Stanley Cup champions, as in the Vegas Golden Knights, you need to break this pattern. You cannot go on a three-game losing streak, and that is the worst possible outcome that I can think of. You already have your loss to the Coyotes, but should have been a win for the Blues, but obviously it wasn't, not even close. Um, 40 seconds into the game, we all knew it was going to go to Arizona's directions. The Blues are not good with comeback wins. That's another thing. So if the other team scores first, it's kind of like, okay, it's done. So 40 seconds in, I already knew this game was done. 
But with the Golden Knights, if you lose both of those games, the one obviously in Vegas tonight and then the one that you're hosting on Wednesday, that's going to equal a three-game losing streak. Okay, is that a reason to be concerned just yet? Well, yeah, because anytime a team goes on a losing streak, it's bad. It's really bad, and it really plays at the players' you know, mental abilities when they get on the ice. So I do think it's one of those things where the St. Louis Blues, they need to be more dominant and strong, and they cannot be this lazy, lackadaisical on the ice. It's beyond me. After the Golden Knights uh, on Friday, the Blues will be at Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets, and then they're in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks, and then next Tuesday, December 12th, they're hosting their Red Wings, followed by next Thursday, hoping the Senators. So it's not the toughest slated games. The toughest will be, obviously, against the Vegas Golden Knights. But if you can at least get two points out of the four against the Golden Knights, heck, I would take one out of four points. Fine. But you that means the Blues will have to win against the Blue Jackets, have to win against the Blackhawks, which I think they can. And then the Red Wings, you're going to need to keep on winning. I think when they play the Senators, I think the Senators are actually better than the Blues on many aspects, which I'll dive into. And then they play the Stars and then the Lightning again and then the Panthers. And I'm just concerned. This part of the schedule now is concerning. So this is what I want my everydayers to do. Comment below if this concerns you, the schedule, or if you think the Blues will be coming out of this A-OK. I want winning streaks, not losing streaks. But hey, it means that we will always have something to talk about here on Lockdown Blues. Again, make sure to follow on Twitter at Lockdown Blues, my Twitter at Haley T. Simon, and of course, subscribe to YouTube or any streaming service that you're listening to because we're the Lockdown Podcast Network where you get your team every day. And every day I get to talk to you about the St. Louis Blues. I'm happy. So Monday through Friday, always catch us here on YouTube or any streaming service. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, let's go Blues.